First of all, I want to welcome you guys to the number one universally accepted by all newspapers, radio stations, and, um, and outlets around the world that are imaginary. <laughs> the number one podcast coming from a van. The Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Hank Strange. I want to remind all you guys to go to hankstrange.com. Sign up for our email list there. Look around the site. Lola's throwing up deals on Lola's deals. You guys can go through that. Get yourself some cool stuff. And also uh, send us a couple of shekels. As Walter says, we, we need all of that. So thanks everyone in advance. Look around. we got merchandise on there. All kinds of cool things. Um... Big shout out to U.S. Law Shield. There we go. There's the there's the Florida book for U.S. Law Shield. Um, you guys can find a link in the description of this audio or this video that you're watching right now if you want to find out more info about that. Big shout out to Barnules. Okay, there you go. Barnules performance steel case ammunition. Can you guys even see this out there? Let's see. There we go. Nine millimeter Luger. This is the good stuff, Vince. You got some uh, forty-five or two two twenty-three? Uh, not not from not from Barnules, but uh, I'll see I'll see what I can <laughs> I'll see what I could do for you, Vince. <laughs> All right, listen, let's load. Let me load the guys up into the show here. This is going to be a great show. So I'm going to ask everyone out there to smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell, share this with uh, your friends and everything, uh, family out there. I am gonna I'm gonna kick this off right now. Let's see, can we get it going? Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation. Guys, don't forget to Lifestyle smash that subscribe button, smash the thumbs up, ring those bells so you can be notified every time we go live. There you go, Walter, ringing the bells. We are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. This is episode 750. 750, Vince. Wow, that's a lot of episodes. Yeah, yes. Uh, three quarters of the way to perfection. Three quarters of the way to perfection. Uh-huh. I got to tell you real quick. Sure. What's up? I moved, I moved Tennessee a year ago. I don't mm. nobody. I walked in to my CVS pharmacy to get my uh, prescription the other day. And dude's like, dude, are you the dude that was on the Hank's train show? <laughs> really? What? <There> <laughs> wow. That's glue your awesome. cover, Vince. Glue your cover. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, I am. Would you like to buy my book? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the first thing you have to that's the first thing you have to do. So here we go. I'm gonna continue with this, but I need everyone out there, smash your thumbs ups and all that kind of stuff. Get this pop in here. It's gonna be an awesome show. Um, first of all, let's do the jazz hands. Come on, we can't forget that. Jazz hands, there we go, jazz hands. Okay, hopefully you guys have your big girl panties on. As I said, this is episode 750 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Uh, the title of the show tonight is ATF says serialize everything everything and and joining us is retired agent vince sheffaloo and he's going to be here for the whole show as well as walter keller of safety harbor firearms um and let me just say this to vince vince first of all man how, how was the surgery and everything how did oh, that it's go fine, man. i got a scar um basically I'm going to tell all kind of lies about it. You know, I was attacked by like 12 terrorists. And Got stabbed in the neck. <laughs> no, but I'm good. I'm back. Yeah. I could totally picture Vince saying, Walter, I got stabbed in the neck by Osama bin Laden back in 03. <laughs> <Before I killed him. laughs> 
right yeah. before I try to kill you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, glad that you uh, came through that good. Um, do the doctors have any orders? Are you on any special? Uh, you supposed to? I mean, I see you're smoking, so I don't know. Oh, also drinking, also drinking. So no special orders for you then. Drink, smoke, shoot. Okay, boom. There you go. And, and you know okay. what? Yeah, exactly. And you know what's funny, Walter? Vince is uh, looking like um, he's looking like a wrestler today. He's looking like Hulk Hogan with that with that Hulk Hogan stash. I don't know anyway. <laughs> yeah. What what else can we call this? This stash that Vince is rocking here today. That's my kind of like Doc Holiday thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Gun yeah. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. going to do a book. I'm going to go do a book signing in uh, Deadwood. Oh, yes. So I saw that on Facebook. I, uh, I'm just getting in my zone, man. Yeah. He's getting ready for go. the late. Well, I, don't, I, may at, I, may, I may shoot somebody in Deadwood or somebody may shoot me. <laughs> okay. I saw this. Is, this is what you're hoping for, apparently. I'm literally doing a book signing in the bar that Wild Bill Hitchcock was killed in. Oh, wow. Okay. So if I can sit at the exact same table and somebody comes up and puts a bullet in my face, you know what my book's going to do? My book is going <laughs> to rock it. Um, but that's the, okay. I don't, I don't understand how you benefit from that. Maybe your heirs, maybe your, your kids out there will get, you know. Dude, I'll be a legend. Yeah. I mean, definitely our episodes with you might go up a couple of views, but we don't we don't really want that, though, Vince. We don't want that. OK, <laughs> yeah, we're not looking for that. So listen, before we get into well, actually, let me get to uh, let me get to Walter. Walter, how you doing, man? Thanks for doing double duty. All right. Duty. All duty. Right. I don't know how to no say problem. that properly. Double. No problem. Duty. 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 Du yeah. Duty. OK. Doing good. Yep, yep, everything's fine. Yeah, Lola says Vince looks great. I'm happy seeing him doing so well after surgery. Um, Vince, you. do you want to pitch the book? Let's start that off. You folks out there can help support Vince so he doesn't have to get shot you know in what? the face. Pitch what book? Oh, you mean rat snakes? Cheating death by living a lie? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's all I got, man. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. <laughs> okay, listen. I can talk, to talk with you guys because it's fun <laughs> and it's informative. If yeah. you buy my book, that'd be great, too. But if yeah. not, that's OK, too. It is fun. Please buy the book. Lola will probably throw up a link um, out there that you guys could use for Amazon. But there's lots of different places you can get the book. So uh, go check that out. Shout out to everyone who's coming in. I see Cherry Wine is out there. Shout out to her and Tyvin as well. I don't see Tyvin yet. If anyone needs any special shout outs, let me know. I see uh, C4 Defense out there as well. Um Flying Rich says, if it was gender reassignment, I'll ask for my money back. The, Vince did. What? This is what, this is what we say around here. Anytime you have to go for surgery. <laughs> People, <laughs> either you got certain parts enhanced, removed, or altered. Dude, he cut on my neck. That's as low as he went. <laughs> okay. That's he did what, it with a butter knife i think <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> that's what vince is saying so um so there you go all right I got so your gender reassignment hanging okay <laughs> <laughs> i got you i got your gender reassignment right here right yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah <laughs> oh boy there's so many ways so many ways we could take that so listen there's a lot of things okay. 
going on out there. Uh, Walter, do you have any place you want to start here before I get into like, I've got a list of questions. There's obviously the stuff that the news that came out today from ATF. Um, wh what are you thinking, Walt? I, can you imagine if you, uh, you know, talking about serial numbering gun parts, right? That's mm -hmm. one of the things they're talking about, right? Can you imagine mm -hmm. if you own a company like um, Numerich Arms? Yeah. Which has millions of gun parts. Millions of gun parts. What do you, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? It's, um, yeah, that's ba it's basically, that's a nightmare scenario, I think, um, you know. It, <laughs> can, I, can I chime in real quick? Yes, go ahead. Um, what, what did ATF say or do today that I'm not familiar with? Yeah. Okay. So listen, let's jump, let's uh, jump into this. I'm going to actually pull up the news. So if you guys go check out, um, if you check out it's, uh, where is it? It's on Amelan news, actually. That's, uh, here we go. I'll pull, I'll pull it up here. I'll pull up the story for you, Vince. This, so the story just came out from, um, released from our friend, John Crump. Um, I need to set, uh, did you do an interview with John Crump of Amelan news? I'm not sure. If you did, I'll I'll help you get that set up though. If you didn't do that, so here's the um, here's the news. So it says um, leaked proposal: ATF's new rules take on ghost guns by serializing blocks of metal. That's the headline. So it says a new proposal by the BATF um, on unfinished fire uh, firearms frames was leaked onto the internet. Stephen. Gutowski on his newly launched the reload website reports that obtained documentation embedded below that shows the ATF plans to deal with so-called ghost guns. Amoland News sent this document to our ATF contacts, although they could not uh, verify the legitimacy of this exact document. Everything appeared to be formatted correctly and includes changes Amoland News has reported on in the past. Our sources believe this document to be authentic. Um, and then the, the writer of the original article goes on to say, I, I obtained a document through a source, but no good journalist ever reveals their confidential sources who provide important information uh, that the public deserves to know. So according to the report, any random part that the user could readily convert into a firearm will be subject to ATF regulations. As in the past, the document doesn't define what the term readily convertible means. This, this term could be that any block of metal could be readily convertible into a firearm. In fact, the document shows the ATF used a court case where it took the user eight hours to convert a kit into a gun. The document does not highlight the need for a, a complete machine shop. Uh, excuse me, the document does highlight, excuse me, it does highlight the need for a complete machine shop and qualified workers to complete a firearm would not fall under the proposed rules. So the document would mean new 80% AR-15 lowers, uh, lower receivers, chunks of metals would need a serial number and require the buyer to obtain a background check before the seller could transfer because it could be easily, quote unquote, convertible with readily available tools. Yeah, You're so killing me. Go ahead. I, I've heard enough. I've okay. heard enough. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nowhere in the Gun Control Act does it identify a chunk of metal as an upper or lower receiver or part of a fire. Just tell me one, one tragic mass shooting or one tragic accident that has happened from one of these ghost guns. 
I mean, it, it's worthy of discussion to make sure that everybody's on the same page and whatever. But why are we talking about chunks of steel when we've got firearms, completed firearms rolling off the assembly lines as fast as they can make them and sell them? Why are we talking about that? Joe Biden said, um, we're going to regulate ghost guns. Why? I don't know of any, not in 36 years did I ever seize a ghost gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I mean, I don't think I could agree with you more here. Walter, did you want to add something before we? So, yeah, what, what they're saying is phenomenal. And when, when that, uh, for example, when that uh, forging company forges that AR-15 forged blank chunk of steel, metal, mm-hmm. that's going to have to be a serial number. And that's like stupid because you can't, the average person, I don't care what they got cannot readily make that into a lower that works. I mean, you no, can with hours and hours, and hours and hours and, we, and hours of work. Yeah. 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 And we have all kinds of issues out there in the firearms industry that are actually causing consternation in America with the guns being out there. And yeah. why is that something we pick to look at? this obscure chunk of metal that if you have a metal lathe and if you have a drill press and if you have the plans and if you can do this, I, you know, I've dealt with a lot of gangsters, a lot, a whole lot. And not one of them had the damn sense to be able to Thank put you. together a ghost gun Thank or, you. or the money <laughs> or the time. They will go down to the corner and buy a, you know, Mm-hmm. Street gun, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we got we got two bucks here from. Uh, I'm gonna get the applause. Army man in Axis, he says uh, the genie is out of the box, no going back. You know, um, so I had a specific plan on how I was gonna do this, but I mean, obviously, you know, this is really how we do the show. We jump in there and do things. Um, I really, I don't think that they want to focus on anything that would come close to solving the problems that we do have in America. So this is kind of like a boondoggle, you know, this is kind of like, oh, these things have like a weird, scary name. We're going to go after them. If you have all, if you have all the skills, the tools, the machinery, you can make whatever you want anyway. (laughs) It's the most nonsensical thing. (laughs) I don't need a company to give me a chunk of steel with some plans. I can go on the internet and I'm not skilled, but I guarantee I could, Make a gun. I yeah. used to make yeah. guns when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It ain't and hard. How many criminals, people who were <laughs> who committed crimes, were locked up, arrested, put in jail, still make guns in jail? <laughs> I, I know of none. I know they're out there probably, mm-hmm. but it probably makes up point zero 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 one of ATF's criminal prosecutions. So why they're kowtowing to the administration on this? Mm-hmm. Remember we had the discussion last time, Hank, about the uh, AR pistols? Mm-hmm. And they finally put it to rest. ATF backed down and said, yeah, this is kind of a moronic play after we approved like 7 million of them. Mm-hmm. Well, now Department of Justice under the Biden administration is going to revisit it. Yeah. 
So that's one of that's one of the things that I definitely uh, planned on getting to here. Um, these these things right here, I, I've I've got one of them right here in front of me. Um, these scary things. Uh, this is uh, from Magpul. It's the BTR, the BTR uh, arm brace. You know, uh, cardboard. That's cardboard right there. Yeah, Mag Magpul's making a brace. Yeah, Magpul's making a brace. I'm, I'm unboxing it right now to show you guys. Oops, sca sca scariness, scariness coming out of the... Ooh, plastic. Whoa, hey, whoa. <laughs> so is there you there, go. Is there, a, is there a suffocation warning on that bag? It's a lot like... I don't know. There's, uh, there's probably a cancer <laughs> warning on the box for sure. Let me yeah, see if the cancer warning is on the box somewhere. Yeah, where's the Velcro? Where's the Velcro? No, is this Velcro? is more like this is more like the blade ones if you look at it. So, yeah. um yeah. I got my hands on this from uh, Brownells. Brownells uh sent this over, so this these are coming out pretty soon. But um so what's your what's your take on this now, Vince, that um that they're they want to make these things um subject to what is it nfa laws i, I wrote down the exactly NFA, yeah 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 the nfa so everybody can pay two thousand or two hundred dollars in uh occupational tax stamps yeah to have them when they approved them um you know we we just we got enough laws on the books trust me mm -hmm. i could knock a gangster in the head with the laws I mean, and I did. I put plenty of them in prison. We don't need more laws. You're not gonna. Criminals don't follow laws. Yeah. It's, did you? Did you? I, I was gonna yeah. ask you. Did you ever see gangsters sitting down and going, "Wait a second, sir. Uh, let's." I just want to explain to you. This is illegal. What we're about to do. <laughs> this enterprise of uh, of sex slavery is illegal. <laughs> I would literally to avoid the entrapment trick. Mm -hmm. I would literally tell dudes like, you know, this is some pretty heinous stuff, man. You've been uh, locked up before. And if you give me this gun and, you know, you've done time, man, it can be a problem. Dude, dude chill, man. It's all good. It's all good. No, I have never had anybody go, oh, shit. Oh, there's a law against that. Well, you know what? We can't do this now. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, Walt? This is not pointed toward criminals. This has nothing to do with criminals. It, it has something to do about, with criminalizing regular people. Nothing to do with yeah. It, it, it's it's about taking your rights away. That's yeah, all it is. by making so, by making the the hardworking, law-abiding uh, people in America into criminals. Yeah, you're gonna make them felons. Yeah, that's really what it's and about. It's, you know how much it's gonna impact violent crime across the country? Zero. Zero. Goose egg. What, yeah. What? When have, when have any of the laws impacted violent crime? Well, the Gun Control Act is a useful too. The NFA yeah, laws are useful because you know all, what? Go ahead. All, all, all of the, and most of the Gun Control Act stuff is all archaic stuff at this point. You know, short barrel rifles and, and, and all that stuff is it, short barrel shotguns. Criminals don't do that stuff. They don't take 22 rifles and make them into into pistols anymore back in the back in the 50s maybe they did in the 40s yeah but, but even if even if they anymore. do they don't care about the laws they don't go wait a second if i put this on the gun 
instead of this, it's a, and I and, and it's a short bar- They don't care about what the yeah. laws are. So if, if so, yeah. the only people that this kind of stuff affects is the people who follow the laws. I mean, that's the that's the the conversation that we're having here, right? This only oh, affects yeah. the people who follow the law. So all the so the companies, for example, who invested time making this, when the ATF said, "Yeah, this is not a problem," you know, the people who have invested their money into this and bought these things and own these things, it turns them into felons. It's a piece of plastic, you know. And I agree with Walter. I don't even think we should have the stupid SBR the SBR laws at all. Yeah, like what's yeah. Why? Why have an SBR law when you when you can get a Glock and put a thirty round mag in it? All that stuff is. Yeah. No, I. I mean, I think I understand where you're coming from, Vince. But what I'm saying is, like, they they allowed this, and then now what they're saying, and they said it was okay, and I think it is okay, and then they're like, well, now we've got to do something about that because that's the scary thing, and so they're going after it. It doesn't. It, it because, just doesn't make any sense. What? What's the? What's well, the point? And now you have a director nominee. This guy is scary. Yeah. Um. Uh, he's. Oh, he's way he's, scary. Yeah, that's one of the big things yeah, we wanted to have a conversation about here. Um, if we can, I know there's people that want to. There's people that want to um, have that specific conversation about it. If we're gonna, if you know, I don't know if we're gonna do anything structured here but so david chipman <laughs> let's let's go to the david chipman subject um you would know more about david chipman than we do vince you want to tell us why yeah he's a total shill mm-hmm. um he was a bad agent he was a mediocre manager um, he was risk averse. He never did anything in his career to attempt to impact violent crime, like from gangsters, uh, ne'er-do-wells, you know, convicted felons shooting up the city and whatever. Um, he kept a low profile, rose through the ranks. Um, and the minute he could retire, he went and ran to the Gifford Foundation or whatever it's called. And he's Historically, our directors, in theory, should have always been apolitical. Mm-hmm. I how I this is that's one of my biggest problems is what's going on here. How could you, how could you elect someone to a position like this, like the ATF, that mm-hmm. that is outright anti-gun? I mean, I then you're you then you're that. saying that you're going to use this, you're going to use the ATF to punish illegal gun owners. Yeah, they're turning us into the whipping boys, and he's going to get agents killed, and he's going to destroy the agency yeah. because he's nothing but a shill. That's not what we do. That's not what we've historically done. Yes, we've made mistakes. Yes, we've made bad policy. But generally, normally, usually speaking, we go after bad guys with guns and leave the law-abiding citizens alone. That's my belief. That was my experience. And that's how it's always been. This guy is a ringer for the Biden administration, and he will do and say whatever they tell him to say. That's why that's why they're putting it forward. It's like um, let's yeah, let's get a bank man. robber. Let's get a bank robber to run the Fed. <laughs> He's never gonna get out of committee. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Walt. 
Well, what you know? Okay, they're going after guns. Well, why why isn't the director guy uh, al- alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives? By the way, mm-hmm. well, well, tobacco. I think that kills more people than guns probably every year, and alcohol. So uh-huh. so. Oh, I forgot. Oh, they taxed hey, that. Hey, they taxed hey, that. Hey. that. You're, tre- the you're treading in Vince's personal oh, territory. Well, well, uh, no, all I'm saying is, uh, what what kills? I mean, you know, come on, let's let's. Everything kills us, man. Everything kills us. Wait, 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 back up. You got to remember something. They get hundreds of millions of dollars from every puff and every drink. For sure, but everything kills us. So this, first of all, the whole idea of, 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 oh, we got to do something about this. Everything kills us. The air we breathe, the sunshine, the plants around us, the food we eat. I personally don't, (laughs) I don't care if tax as cigarettes are watched or alcohols watched. That's all a waste of time too. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, it's archaic. That's another archaic thing that we go at, that we have to police. Uh, yeah, we've got too many laws. We've got too many laws, and too much too much stuff is oh, illegal. Someone, someone might make some illegal liquor. Oh dear. Well, um, and I think a lot of that is what's create. Look, the the problem that the big problem that we have before we get into Chipman, the big problem that we have in America that a lot of these politicians are ignoring is we have a mass. First of all, human beings are can be violent in nature right now most people are not violent people unless you back them into a corner but there are human beings out there some of them are horribly badly broken evil human beings that want to do destruction to everyone some of them are people who would do anything to make a dollar when you make everything illegal you are creating enterprises that these people can go into and make a lot of money guns is one of the ways one of the things you make you you start putting all these kinds of rules and regulations on guns as vince was saying most of these gangsters most of these criminals are not going to a gun store that has an ffl to buy guns you're creating a criminal enterprise this is what happened with alcohol in the past this is what happened with uh what's happened in america with marijuana what's happened with uh, a lot of other drugs there's too many things that are illegal and so therefore it creates uh, a bunch of money that could be made around it and then people who go okay we're going to get into this business and to dominate the business you have to be violent now vince i know you know more about this than i do because this is what you spent your career going after but is that like a wrong assessment on my part i wouldn't say a wrong assessment um but we're a nation of laws and (laughs) we have a fair amount a Mm -hmm. reasonable amount of gun laws on the books we don't need more the criminals aren't following the ones we already have. Mm-hmm. So that's why we shit hammer them, send them to prison. To put more out there, there they keep talking about this loophole. I've worked gun shows my whole career, and you know what? Like maybe one, one gangster will slide under the radar of 500 attendees and get a gun that he didn't have to have a background check on. But he ain't the guy doing a mass shooting or something. He's going and shooting up his homeboys or whatever they're doing. Um, They keep talking about this loophole. There are background checks. Gangsters don't don't apply. 
Yeah, and at gun shows, they're background checks. The idea that there's no background checks at gun shows is exactly. not accurate. Like, as an FFL, I'm, I'm an FFL. At a, at a gun show, I'm allowed to do business out of my home and, and at gun shows here in Florida, right? So, the, you know, if I, if I go to a gun show, I got to background check people. Okay? Again, 0.0001% of crime guns seized by ATF or traced come from gun shows. Yeah. They're straw purchasers. They're trafficking in firearms. If if I could get elected today and I was had a gun to my head and said, make a law that could help impact violent crime, firearms trafficking. If you're, dude, if you're uh, a junior in college in Atlanta, and you have no, you no prohibition, and you go in and you buy nineteen freaking AKs, and the next weekend you go back home to Chicago or Washington D.C. and carry those guns back there. This ain't rocket science. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this though, before because I don't want to get off that particular track that we're on here. Do you think that there's just enough laws in America, not enough laws, or too many laws? I think we just need to enforce the laws we have. Okay. And maybe if we could tweak them, maybe go in and say, you know what? If you're a convicted felon of a violent crime, you there's no doubt you've done time, done hard time in the penitentiary, and you know you're not allowed to have a gun, five years is not enough. You know you got no business having guns. You did an armed robbery, you did a bank robbery, you did a rape, a kidnap, whatever. You don't get to have guns. Let's bang them with 10, 15, 20 years. But as far as the laws that exist, I think there's plenty of laws because the law-abiding citizens are following the laws. I think there's too many. That's so I'm I'm in the position of I think we have For too example, many. Give me an example. There's okay. I'll give you an example. There's like twenty thousand gun laws already on the books. Okay, no, I'm not talking about every state, every <laughs> federal jurisdiction. In in general, what gun laws do you disagree with? Uh, every single one, personal. That's this oh, is me no. personally. No. So you think felons, guys convicted of violent crimes, should be allowed to purchase firearms? Um, I don't think, pe- I, I, I don't think people, I think, I don't think, I don't, th- listen to me. I don't think people convicted of violent crimes, like the ones that you were just discussing should even be on the streets. Well, I agree, but they are. So the only thing we can do is make sure that. Why are they? Know. So, so let me just go down this logical path for a sec. Why are I, they on the streets? Why are these people who okay. convicted heinous crimes against the uh, our other fellow citizens? Why are they on the streets? Time. They did their time. No, they're on the street. No, they didn't do their their time. They're on the streets because yeah. there's they laws that say they did their this, time this, or they got paroled. There's laws that say you got to let these people out. Right. There's too many damn laws. This is this is this is the way that I look at it. We should have here's look. I think we need simple laws. I don't know, like uh, uh, Ten Commandments is a good base for me, right? And inside of that, if you are gonna if you're gonna go against um, the 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 rest of your fellow citizens, your people in society, you should pay a heavy price for that. 
Now, I'm not saying everyone should die for that, but people who commit these kind of heinous crimes should not see the streets in a year or six well, months happens? or be let out because what of COVID. What happens when somebody does their time, legit, they get a, a severe sentence, they get seven years or whatever mm -hmm. for a attempted armed robbery, blah, 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 and they've done their time or most of it and they get paroled, should they be allowed to have guns again? Um, okay, so I think you're asking the same question. Let me get this in, Walter. Appalachian Gunrunner says, if they are released from prison, why not? If they are that dangerous, why are they being released? So, Walter, what do you want to say to this before before I answer that? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of agree with you know, what Vince is saying. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's this movement in this country now to bring out the rainbows and the unicorns and make give all the felons their rights again. Mm -hmm. uh, and 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 that's to like get those votes. You know, Democrats can get those votes they want. Yeah. Um, no. So here's no. my thing: if you were made a felon because of a piece of plastic or some other silly thing like that, it hasn't happened. No, 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 I'm just trying to say this. We're in the what? Wait, wait. We're in the what if mode. But let me say this: if you're if you're made a felon over a stupid law, this is the point I'm trying to make. You you know you should be able to have your rights. If you're a violent criminal. Okay, well, why are you only in jail for five years? Why are you on the streets? That's not that's not you paying the, your price your your uh, to society. That's well, not much, you paying your price okay, to society. How much, it's the, how much should a guy, a twenty year old, goes in, tries to hold up a place, gets caught, done? He's twenty years old. He gives up. He surrenders. He goes faces trial. Gets seven years in prison. How much should he do? Should he do the rest of his life in prison? Because no, he's no, a no. no, I mean, that's, I think... Go ahead, Walt. Go ahead. That, that's exactly where people come on with all this drug stuff. Mm -hmm. I got caught with one joint. Now I'm in prison for life. You know, it's like... It, it's the same. That's the same. I don't thing, think a right? joint... I don't it's even think a joint should put you in prison. But I think that if you commit a, a violent robbery, crime... I think if you commit a crime like that... Go ahead, Walt. Robbery is like... Or even armed robbery is not... Typically, nobody gets killed in an armed robbery. The gun is the gun is there just as a pry bar, so to speak. So if the person does his time and he doesn't have any signals that he's going to continue, you know, you can usually tell when somebody's. But should they be able to buy a gun? No. 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 We, we agree. So, okay. So for, first of all, yeah. No. So let me, let me like, just say. Because then let you, me, have forfeited, you have forfeited your right in our society right. to own a firearm certain things because we have standards and everybody knew it. I knew it when I was a kid. I knew that like stealing like some apples from the neighbor's orchard or, or jacking them for a gallon of gasoline was not going to mm -hmm. get me in prison. I would mm -hmm. not suffer severe consequence. I knew if I put a gun in somebody's face that I was probably going to, suffer something i didn't may not have known what but i was gonna suffer yeah here's what i think look let's say we let that guy out after seven years he right. should uh, here's what i think he shouldn't be able he should still keep paying a price until a certain time but if after that time you know let's say he gets out and he he's he's uh, still paying the price to society for you know for for the rest of that time. After that time, if he proves that he is now rejoined the the rest of us and being a good citizen, 
he has the right to defend himself, to be able to defend himself, nah, unless he goes no, back and does something to say no, that, that says, so he doesn't have the because right to defend he himself. Crossed, he crossed that threshold that we in society have said, oh, you don't get to do that. You don't get to rape babies or kidnap your ex-wife. But, okay, but that's a, but that's a caveat. That's a that's a different thing from the setup that you said. I think if you do something like that, if you're a terrorist, hell no. We should never. We should never. We shouldn't even. You shouldn't even exist anymore, as far as I'm concerned. You should never get out of the prison, as far as I'm concerned. But if you're a kid, you grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. You did the wrong thing. You you got desperate. You made some kind of because it could be a lot of good kids go go wrong and make a mistake. You make that mistake, and then you pay your price for that. And you prove to us that you're you're a good person. Why are you not worthy of defending yourself? If you're and a habitually violent person, you shouldn't you shouldn't even exist with the rest of us. Can I go off on a little tangent? Because mm-hmm. it's been a, a bane of my existence. Mm-hmm. Back in the '80s, when I came on with ATF, mm-hmm. we had what they called relief from disabilities. Mm-hmm. So those cases that had extenuating circumstances, um, they could apply, even though they were a convicted felon. It's like, okay, I burglarized my neighbor's house for a pack of cigarettes or something, but I got a felony conviction. They could apply to ATF, and we would do an investigation and weigh the totality, and we would actually grant them what they called relief from disability. Mm Mm-hmm. They discontinued that. They defunded us from being able to conduct those investigations in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. So there is no mechanism. And this is where I'm agreeing with you. Give mm-hmm. me, be clear. I agree with you. There are those scenarios. A kid gets caught with an ounce of weed, but it's in a felony state and he's 19 and he did his year and a half and came out and he's been working and going to college and blah, blah, blah. And there is no mechanism now for them to seek a relief, relief from disability. And that's where I blame ATF. Mm-hmm. We should have continued doing those, but they defunded. They took the money away that we were allotted to do those additional investigations. And most of them got denied. I mean, most of them were gangsters trying to get their gun rights back. But every now and then, you get that kid or that human being who screwed up 15 years ago and just wants to go hunting with his son now, and he can't get a gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think I think we're, we're I think we're kind of like on the same track with that. I do think that there's really bad people that we shouldn't have in society with us. You know, and this is part of the a lot of the violence that we're seeing in America that these guys are rolling out to do this. A lot of this violence is based on gangs and none of this stuff is going to solve what's happening in Chicago, in New York City, in Miami, in L.A. And, and even oh, out in the country know, where there's ghost, gangs and stuff that like that. Ghost gun law might freaking slow down the Chicago violence and L.A. violence and New York. And I mean, do you, do you seriously? Do you, are you, are you being facetious not right now? <laughs> no, yeah, he's not. Yeah, not Vince, yeah. <laughs> go be careful, Vince. I mean, Everyone's going to think you mean that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, you got to um, remember. You got to remember something here, guys. The mm-hmm. same people 
that want to take your guns away are the same people that are letting the criminals out. Yeah, for sure. And the same and the same people that want to give the felons across the board, except for like murderers and rapists, all their rights back at your yeah. expense. By the way, you're going to pay for their their legal expenses. Yeah. You know? Oh, and so, they, they want they want armed security around them constantly. Oh, of course. But they want, yeah, but they want everyone else unarmed. But also, if they're Go ahead, Walt. Go ahead. That's why you had to bring twenty or thirty thousand national guardsmen into the D.C. Yeah. for the inauguration. There's and machine guns bob, and bob wire fences, right? I yeah. Mean, you're, that I, machine you know, guns to defend the Capitol, but not to defend my house. Um, so here's the thing. Let me get this. Let me get this because Armament and Axes gave us a couple of bucks here. So I'm going to hit the applause from him. He says, uh, "What? He wants to know what years was Vince active with the ATF." 1986 to 2014. Okay, there you go. Um, so good, good question there. Um, and then, and then LV Louis Cipher is bringing this up about FPS Russia, who uh, Vince, you probably don't know him, but that's a uh, he was a big gun guy at one time in the YouTube world. Ooh. He was FPS Russia. He had one of the biggest like YouTube channels. He was a, a kid from Georgia, and he would do a Russian. He was good at doing a Russian accent. And he would do these crazy gun videos. Um, there was someone he knew who had access to machine guns and all kinds of cool stuff. And he was he got really, really, really big, right? I mean, I think he had about five or six million subscribers. And um, wow. I want to be on his show. <laughs> you can't. Well, he does have a podcast now, but he Darn. lost he lost his two A rights over an ounce big. of marijuana, and that's what LV Cipher is saying. He lost his rights. To, to to guns in Georgia because of an ounce of of uh, marijuana, and they went after him and took this guy's two uh, A rights away in, in Georgia. Well, well, for the rest for the entire country, to be honest with you, uh, what do you think about stuff like that? Um, okay, I'm just speaking for myself. I'm not mm -hmm. speaking on behalf of ATF or anything else. Mm -hmm. I was so busy dodging bullets from no shit gangsters you know crips bloods outlaws hell's angels ku klux klan i really really didn't have the time or the energy to worry about marijuana smokers or traffickers i mean i'm not talking about cartel traffickers but local um i just didn't they, yeah. It wasn't in our best interest. It wasn't in the agency's best interest to target guys like that. But I know it happens. I know yeah. it has happened. Have you, um, uh, so I know you smoke cigarettes and stuff like that. Smoke any weed? Ever? Uh, yes. This is theoretical. I don't want to do anything, you know, to, uh, over, you to endanger your rights. Have you read my, you read my book? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, was I was a train wreck. So, so like, here's one of the things, right? Still in the, um, still on the 4473, right? There's still That's this. changing. Yes. It's changing. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's. it's it's going to change. They're going to change the form again to take when? that part off. When did you I see that? Read, I, I just read that a couple weeks ago. No, that the was during of, April think, Fool's. I that was April Congress, Fool's. Congress <laughs> is trying to get an amendment through 
right. to legalize or decriminalize marijuana for the purposes of the Gun Control Act. But as we sit here talking right now, mm-hmm. if you're it's an illegal user of drugs, you're prohibited. Yes. That's the let me do something real nerdy, Vince. I know that your you know that your super cool guy jeans can't handle, <laughs> but let me just do this. I'll make it quick. I promise. I promise. So right. it's, there's a question on there. It says, "Are you an unlawful user of or addicted to marijuana or any depressant, stimulant, narcotic, <laughs> uh, drug, or any other controlled substances?" Right, and it's and it goes on to say how the use or possession of marijuana right. remains unlawful. So do you do you think that that should be on there? Do you think that? Um, Dude, I really don't want a bunch of stoners going around freaking buying guns. But if they change it, I'm good with that too. Okay. But right now, it's the law. Yep, I have to agree There's with you on that point. And if one narcotic, it's the law. Yeah, this is one thing about Vince. He he sticks to his guns. I know that's like I, pun intended. I, I have to agree. But Vince, I mean, it, yeah. If you if you know that it's not legal and you do it and you say you, it's. Once again, I, I you can't until it changes. That's the way it is. So right. But would no, you guys? But would you guys change problem. it? Would you change it if you could change it? Would you change it? I know you're gonna you're gonna say what the problem is with it. Would you change it, Vince? If Probably. you could, you would change it. Okay. What about you, Walt? Would you remove that if you could? With all these states doing what they're doing. Now we're talking we just marijuana, right? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. Less, not heroin, yes. not all this, this other case, stuff. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Right. It, you, you start this process where you, all of a sudden there's no rules. And right. and you think, oh, well, that's okay. You can do whatever you want. Well, yeah. I don't want to pay for you being so effed up that you can't work or you can't yeah. do this. You Listen, can't do that. I, I, I've never like smoked a joint or anything like that. I'm that a complete nerd work. when it comes what? to that. I can't even handle what? What, what Vince is drinking right now in one glass would knock <laughs> me out. You just say you've never smoked never, a never joint. Have. Never have. So, never have. And I'm, and, and, I'm, and I'm almost 50 years old. Uh, now, I, I got to tell you a story. Can I, can I, can yeah, sure. Yes, yes. So, I won't say her name because she didn't consent to being on here, but when I was at the police department in Athens, Georgia, we had to take a polygraph and do all the background, blah, blah, blah. So I'm talking to one of the polygraph operators and he's like, craziest thing that ever happened. This chick who wanted to be Athens police officer came in and we went through, have you ever stolen from an employer? Have you ever done this? Have you ever smoked a joint or illegally like consumed marijuana, however they said it or something? She said no. And he shut off the polygraph and he said, look, so-and-so, um, it's not a big deal. It was the 60s and 70s. Um, it's best if you admit to it and then we'll move past it as long as you weren't a chronic user or something. And she said, no, I never used it. He goes, turns off the polygraph again. He goes, you don't understand. Um, you can be disqualified from getting this job if you're not honest and everything. And it, as it turned out, this girl was from a rural area in Georgia. She just had never smoked marijuana. Mm-hmm. She yeah. just never had. And they went round and round and <laughs> finally realized that their little machine was 
wrong and she was being honest and she got hired. But it was like the first person I ever met in my mm -hmm. generation that had never smoked a joint. You're the second one. Wow. Yeah. Well, I've never, I, I never have, but here's the thing. I mean, I, I'm from the Caribbean. I, I, like the first thing I remember smelling was my dad smoking weed and stuff like that. So I grew up like, I grew up with my dad drinking, smoking, womanizing, you know, doing all the stuff, man. I think my dad, my dad did all the drugs probably. You could have been my son. <laughs> highly likely. <laughs> and, but I think what that does is that kind of makes you like, just cause I grew up like that. It was never um, something that was interesting. Away to me. From it. A big yeah. Deal, right? Yeah. My friends, my friends did all that stuff. I'm not judging anyone for that. That's, not what I believe in. Um, I just, you know, I just never did it. I just, you know, you don't have to do everything that exists in the world, you know. So, uh, you know, um, let me let me get this in real quick because uh, this can is I get a drink. Yes, you can get a drink. Um, I'll be right back. Yeah. Okay. So let me. This is going to be about you. I was going to talk about you here. Uh, oh, okay. I'll be right back. Yeah. You can. Okay. So you can hear us anyway. All right. So let me add this. Uh, so we got we got another super chat here from Real Cujo. Thank you, Real Cujo. Gave us ten bucks. We appreciate that. He <laughs> says Vince's book is amazing. I live in Jessup and spent a lot of time in Brunswick. Also had friends who worked at Flexi. So there you go. That's from Real Cujo. Um, and then Walter, someone. Let's see who is it. The Juice is laughing at you. He says, "Laugh out loud." Walter got rickrolled. <laughs> That's for the for that that was a I know I posted it but that was a April Fools from uh, oh, okay. I, think, I thought it was, I thought it was serious because yeah. I, I'm surprised they haven't taken it off but um, once yeah. again like 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 Vince is saying and I don't necessarily agree mm -hmm. with all of it mm -hmm. if it's illegal and you know it's illegal you, it's illegal until it changes yeah. whether you like it or you yeah. don't like it it is no, I understand. I understand that part of it. I understand that part of it. Um, what I was going to talk about there is, you know, the um, it's it's kind of crazy. Look at the stuff that we're going on. For example, um, they use what's on that 4473 against people whenever they feel like it. And then other people get protected from it. For example, Hunter Biden. Right. He violated this 4473 in all kinds of ways. He's still walking around out there smoking crack every 15 minutes. Nobody did anything about that. Vice president's son, dude. That's uh, That should be even more. If he's the vice president's son, we should publicly flog him and then lock him up. Dude, in, in between you and me, he absolutely should have been charged. Um... When I saw that story break, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. If my kid was like just an average kid, got caught up in the drug scene, became an addict or something, and ATF spent $20,000 going after him and prosecuting him, I'd be like, really? Yeah. And the best thing that Joe Biden could do for sometimes the best thing you could do for your kids is let them suffer. I know that. Look, I, as a as a dad, I've worked hard. Lola's worked hard. We've to do things and we've spoiled our kids a little bit compared to how we grew up. But sometimes they got to suffer, you know, yeah. you, you got to make them suffer what, what, for them to do. What, what, one word, Democrat. <laughs> well, I think it's worse law, than that. I think it's worse than that. Walter. Have to apply to everybody. Otherwise, if they shouldn't apply to anyone. Agreed. Agreed. 
this no is argument the, there. I'm just telling you, it's no, Democrat. It's not just Democrats. It's the it's that these people. It's not even that they're liberal. It's that they're insane. Is that they're insane. These people should not be leading us. You know, if if I was the president or the vice president and my kid gets into this kind of trouble, he needs to suffer. This uh, uh, Hunter Biden, it's you know, he's never this guy has one kid left. He's not going to save this kid by doing this kind of stuff. Sometimes your kids have to suffer. And under under the current sentencing guidelines, if they charged him and showed some integrity and I'm talking about ATF. Mm hmm. Make no mistake, not, not the secret no, service. No integrity. Not the secret service, not anybody. When that information became public, and ATF could confirm that he lied on a forty-four seventy-three, he should have been charged with lying and lying. That's simple. His guidelines, he would have got six Nothing. months probation or whatever, but it would have set the tone. Look, they they put they. They put Kodak Black in prison for years for that. Now, I'm not trying to defend Kodak Black. I think that he's batshit crazy. And I right, don't even right. I don't even think that Trump should have pardoned him. But they went after uh, um, uh, Lil Wayne for, for similar kinds of things. And, you know, I mean, Lil Wayne wasn't a bad person out there trying to hurt anyone. He's just trying to defend himself. And, you know, this is ultimately at, at, at the end of the day, these are those are still famous, wealthy people. Right. But there's a difference between money and power. Right. And so these guys have a lot of power. And that's what's uh, that's what's kept Hunter Biden out of prison. But it's not you know, there is in the in the in the overall universe, I believe in karma and there's ultimate justice. And it doesn't matter how much money, how much power or whatever you have, you you can't escape that. And sometimes your kids have to learn hard lessons. Let me say this, because I totally forgot. Not only is this episode 750. This is also, today is also 420, by the way. Everyone's reminding us right now. <laughs> How did I know that was coming? <laughs> We're having this conversation. Walter's looking around like 420. What does it mean? I know what it is. Dummy. <laughs> uh, Mr. Lovell says uh, 420 is a holiday. I thought that's why we're here. That's why we're talking. That's why we're having the uh, marijuana dude, discussion. That's some good weed, dude. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, I don't know, man. I think that it I think it should definitely be something that's stricken and taken off the books. And I have a tough time with these guys pushing stuff on us that doesn't really apply to them. It's the same thing. Problem we have with health care. Same problem we have with taxes. Same problem we have with gun laws. Guys who have people surrounding them with machine guns. OK. Um, and also impunity. Also impunity. What happened at the Capitol? That that um, Capitol police officer that shot the murdered uh, the Air murdered Force. That woman. Yeah, there, there's going to be there's going to be no charges filed against that guy. And what happened today in the courtroom? Um, well, today, uh, what's his name? Um, somebody got somebody got somebody got convicted of murder, right? Yes. Um, A police that, officer. That's even that's questionable. That person at the Capitol shot that woman point blank. I think that was murder. Yeah, I think that I think these are two separate things. I think these are two separate things. I'm with you on the Capitol. That's straight up the Capitol, straight up murder, and he and he's not going to get any charges. And that's because those guys want to be protected, and they're happy with citizens being murdered trying to come onto their own property. I think in the case of Chauvin, 
Um, I've said this already. I, I don't have like, I don't feel any emotional attachment to this thing. I feel that the verdict is probably the right verdict, but the pressure that was put on from the outside is, is forever going to leave this, you know, have people on different sides being in doubt. But when you looked at what happened with Chauvin, there was something that went wrong there. Right. And the jury, the, 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 the process we've gone through the process here, right? He had his day in court. He got convicted. He could appeal it. All these things could happen. Lots of stuff could happen here. And maybe even the pressure that that uh, politicians are putting on this by trying to, what was it, Maxine Waters was trying to push people to go out there and protest more and get more violent and all riot, that kind of stuff. Riot, yeah. riot. Yeah, I think they should have stayed out of this and then let this come to whatever it is. And then this is what we, this is what we call justice, right? Hey, the jury spoke. Yeah. The jury spoke. That's all I have to say about it. Mm -hmm. It's our system. They heard. I didn't hear all the evidence. I heard mm -hmm. what the news gave me. Mm -hmm. I heard. I saw the video, but I didn't hear the medical examiner's reports. And everything. they heard it and they convicted him across the board. That's how we roll in this country. Yeah. I know. Listen, Walter, I know you don't necessarily agree with it. And I think that's fine. I'm not mad at you or anything about that, because it doesn't really it doesn't it doesn't matter to me one way. It doesn't matter to me one way or the other. Like we have a system of justice in America and we can't take the like we can't take the police officer and string him up because we think he's guilty. And at the same time, you know, it's quite possible that this police officer went too far in trying to subdue the, this this person and, and wind up causing his life. So this is how it goes. Okey-dokey. This is how it goes. That doesn't mean that I agree with what's happening in America with people trying to defund the police. I think that's going to be one of the, the worst things that spreads across America. The worst well, virus, luckily, worse than COVID-19. Luckily, our governor is smart enough in Florida, and they just did legislation to prevent all that defunding garbage. Mm -hmm. in this <laughs> so, um, And also, if, if you're out you know, minding your own business and they try to stop you in your car, you can run the fuckers over. So... Um, Mm -hmm. have have a nice day rioters you know i mean come on um so let me get this let me let me get this out there so boss hog gave us five bucks we got to applaud for him yay okay uh he says he said boss hog said meth heads definitely don't need a gun no they don't i had one try to fight for no reason that's from boss hog <laughs> no they don't and that's well yeah i i yeah i every drug is not every drug is not the same so and, and I don't think I don't a, think marijuana should be a, affected a, by the drugs the same way. Sure, every, everyone's people, not affected by anything the same way. There are people they regardless, always they are, they, regardless of what you think or I think, and I've already stated, I think the marijuana mm -hmm. thing has gone on too long mm -hmm. until it changes. It's a law, and I'm yeah. I'm like kind of a law and order guy, mm -hmm. you know. I, right now, I'm slamming Jack Daniels. Guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to get in my car and drive down the road. Mm -hmm. Why? Because <laughs> when they say it's okay to go drunk driving and act a fool, I'm going to go out and ride my car around drunk and act a fool and cut donuts and do all kinds of shit. But until then, yeah, it's illegal, and I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah, and also, also I just got to say, Vince... You don't want headline to read 
ATF agent drunk driving arrested. You know what? You're not. <laughs> he don't want that. Or or retired, retired ATF agent. I don't know. I don't know. You. I don't know if you want to be associated well, with the ATF let, uh, so much. Let, let me let me ask Vincent. Dude, I am fine with being associated with ATF mm-hmm. as long as my First Amendment never goes away. Because I have been one of the biggest critics and I've been one of the biggest supporters, Mm -hmm. depending on where you look in my career. Um, We've done enough to welcome public criticism Mm -hmm. and we've lacked leadership for a bunch of years. And um, God willing, Dave Chipman will not be confirmed as our director. Yeah. Walt, go ahead and ask your question. Sorry. Back, uh, Vince, when you started with ATF, I mean, if there were agents that were doing things that were, let's say, immoral, did they get rid of them or did they just put them in some rural office someplace where nobody could see them? Do you um, mean you know immoral, they, immoral like they got caught in uh, – like, they, they got uh, caught uh, in, in glory hole situations? Glory holes and stuff like that, yes. <laughs> It's happened twice in recent times, twice in recent times, and those people have not been thrown out. They're still Walter, I love you so much for bringing this up. Well, it's 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 it, it, it's like it's like it's like it's like with the FBI, for example, the FBI. Growing up, you know, the FBI agent, like you know, the the exemplary example of law enforcement person. That's know, true. Yeah, well trained. You know, uh, you know, not influenced by this or by that, but he's you know doing the law thing you know now not so much not so much you know and that's and people lose confidence in these agencies and so uh, fbi okay yeah great there are guys i'm sure they're doing what they're supposed to do but there's other mm-hmm. ones that are politically motivated and that's bad so yeah historically historically and i'm i'm just speaking from my experience that doesn't make it gospel historically when a boss or, or someone of influence screwed the pooch. They were put out to pasture. They might not have been fired. There might not have been appropriate consequences. But once they became well known as a, a train wreck, they were put out to somewhere where they couldn't do any harm. If that answers your question. Kind of. It kind of sounds like the Catholic Church. Yeah. Well, exactly. No, no. Hey, I'm, not, I'm not defending that process because in my lawsuit and in my complaints, there were guys that were identified as having perjured themselves in U.S. District Court under oath. And the, the judge on my case, when we settled, called me back and said, dude, I take no pride in saying this, but these guys are never going to be held accountable. So it's best you just take your settlement because it's the way of the government. And that broke my heart. Having been 30 years in the government, I was like, a U.S. magistrate judge is literally telling me that they have been proven to have violated the law. And they're going to be put out to pasture or sent somewhere where they can't impact anybody or anything. I said, really? She's like, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, then it comes back to what I said. If the law doesn't apply to the law, the law keepers or whatever we or law enforcement or whatever you want to put it, then should it really even exist? If it doesn't apply to them, if 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 you if you break the law, if you do wrong things and then you just get put out to pasture and you still get, you know, you still get promotions technically, you still get paid and all that kind of stuff. Is it any good? Dude, and it's not a perfect world. It's not a perfect world. It's not. No, it's not. And I don't want you to not comment on uh, the glory hole situation, Vince. Uh, Cassie, Cassie <laughs> music lover was asking, what's the story? Okay, let me tell you something about the glory hole. The brother mm-hmm. of the glory hole dude was the adjudicating official on my internal complaints and ruled against me at every turn. And I'm like, really, dude? Your brother is like going down to New Orleans and sticking his dick through a hole mm-hmm. yeah but again it's a real world and we can only fight the fights we can fight and no one's perfect the people aren't perfect uh the you know like uh what is it like the judge dread movie guy said i'm the law the law is not perfect um nothing's nothing's perfect here so that's all you got to say on the glory hole situation <laughs> Maybe maybe he'll get a splinter. I, can, <laughs> I keep forgetting to ask you whenever you come on, so I'm glad Walter brought it up now. That really pissed me off, though, yeah, when that story real. hit. And I'm like, really, let me get this straight. You're sitting in judgment of me. Right. Oh. Yeah, you just can't fan it's, it's, you, it's, can't, you, you can't fan them. It. It's one of those things you just go like, I, I can't I can't believe what I'm seeing or hearing. I just exactly yeah. exactly. Yeah. I was like, you have got to be kidding. Me. And guess what? He got promoted. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Someone else must like hey, that glory. Yeah. Bill, Newell, <laughs> Bill Newell after Fast and Furious went and he got demoted to a GS thirteen. Guess what? He had two years salary retention as a GS 15. Mm-hmm. So he went to a do nothing job, made the same money he was making as a boss. When he stood before Congress and said, we weren't walking guns. Yeah, you kind of were. No, those guys should be in jail. I'm sorry. They should be thing called like uh <laughs> yeah, part of what I wanted to talk about is um, in Biden's plan, which we're going to go over this here in the final hour. But, um, you know, part of like Biden's plan says the Justice Department will issue an annual report on firearms trafficking. Um, does, is that going to include what's going on with guns al- being allowed to go across the border and all that? Are we actually going to track someone down and, and, and make someone uh, pay the price for that? Dude, let, can I? I'm gonna give you an anecdotal story, real mm-hmm. quick. Okay. I'm outside in Atlanta smoking a cigarette one day. The special agent in charge, the big boss of all of Atlanta, Georgia, and whatever, comes down. We're smoking a cigarette together. He said, "Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm going to headquarters." I said, "What they got you coming up to headquarters for?" Um, we got to re redo the firearms enforcement program, like the rules within ATF, how we enforce the firearms laws. Okay. And I was like, Oh shit, you're going to be gone a while. He goes, no, I'll be up there two days. 
I was like, how are you going to rewrite the firearms enforcement problem? He said, Vince, you don't understand the big picture. We're going to go up there. They're going to tell us what our findings are. We're going to certify them or we're going to bless them. And then I'll be back in two days. It's not a big deal. And I went, are you shitting me? Yeah, that's the problem we have. That's the freaking problem that we have. I See, and that's what scares me about Chipman. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have special agents in charge, assistant special agents in charge, deputy assistant directors, uh, assistant directors, looking to him, going, so what's our mission? What should we do? And he's going to be cramming all this shit. We want enforcement programs on ghost guns. We want uh, AR pistols. We want to go after this. We want to go after that. And they're going to say, okay, that's what the boss says. No, it's not quite that easy. Congress makes laws, not ATF. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Walt, and take off. People have to understand. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Walt. Go ahead. Take off. No, I was going to say I mean, take off I'm your taking, Wi-Fi. I'm, I'm taking everything off my phone. Okay. All right. Cool. No, All right. And yeah. You're making no effort. Your signal's a, li- a little uh, degraded. Go ahead. Say signals. what you got to say. We can hear you. Um, that's the problem with this country in general is these regulatory agencies now think that they make laws and they're not the people who make laws. They're not de facto. They're not to be used for de facto laws. I think what Vince is trying to say, Congress has to face the people on it. And if they make laws we're not happy with, then yes, they will get voted out of office. the 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 1968 Gun Control Act cannot be, okay, obviously they've changed, they've added stuff to it and did all stuff. But technically, they can't change that. That's a law. That has to be done through Congress and all that stuff. But they've given these regulatory inform- agencies, all, including the EPA and the Department of Energy and all these – the Forestry Service and all these other goofball agencies, all these like, – they can do and – they can pretty much do whatever the hell they want. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we're the ones that suffer with that crap. You know, when you, when you go stay – out. Stay out of the legislating business. We're handed a group – just like DEA, just like FBI, just like the U.S. Marshals. Here's the laws. They're pretty clear cut. You can't do this or you can do that. You can't manufacture firearms without a license. This are the laws. Nothing more, nothing less. Then ATF starts getting in there out of political uh, expediency and goes, oh, I'm Dave Chipman. Oh, Mr. Biden, you, oh, you want... Um, uh, pistols with high-capacity magazines um, abolish. We'll make a ruling. No, you can't make a ruling. It's a law. Yeah, that's yeah. not how it works. But the, pro- the problem is, though, our lawmakers, these congressmen and senators, don't have enough nuts to stand up and say, hey, that's not your job, that's my job. Because well, they don't want that. They don't want that job. When they're doing the wrong thing, we're supposed to do something about them. Let me just say that. Now, listen, I want to do a couple things. First of all, let me um, ask everyone out there to smash the thumbs ups. We have a lot of people li- listening, watching, hanging out with us. Yeah, smash the thumbs ups. Uh, check out Vince's book. It's in the back there behind him, Rat Snakes. I'm sure he's going to throw it up here right now. Boom. Let's let's show that up there. Go ahead, Vince. We'll use that as a thumbnail. Rat snakes, please uh, buy the book. Support Vince. He needs money to buy cigarettes and uh, uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, Alex cigarettes and, and alcohol. 
<laughs> yes. I need money to buy alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Amen. Um, so that's all the only got lost in a boating accident. Yeah, that's the only thing I agree with. Now we've got some questions we're gonna ask Vince coming up here, okay? I've got rapid stuff that we're gonna hit on. Let me uh Boss Hog, who always watches the show, says today is his mom's birthday. Happy mo- birthday, mom. Happy Boss birthday. Hog. Yes, happy birthday happy to you. Happy birthday, Boss Hog Mom. Yes, I saw a picture of her somewhere. Uh, awesome, congratulations. Oh, in order yeah. to get my Wi-Fi going better, I had to shut my PC off. So oh. I can't see the chat, so you guys can say whatever you want about me. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to. Um, yeah, we're not going to. We're not going to say bad things about you, Walter. Why would we do that? Okay. I got thick skin. I don't care. Yeah. Um, John. I, go ahead. There's I a, turned off. Vince, Vince, I turned the news off after the election. I haven't yeah. watched the news since the election, so I don't care what they say about. Yeah. Now, let me get another. There's another super chat here. I'll get that up. Let's hit the applause on that. Uh John Ski, John Ski says, uh, Vince, what's your opinion of Chipman for head of ATF? If you have oh, one, uh, also him posing at Waco in among the burnt remains of women and uh, children. Okay. Dave Chipman is a shill. He's a train wreck. He has no business. He didn't have any business being an ATF agent. He has no business being an ATF director. Um, he's a poser and a politician, and I don't think he'll make it out of committee. Okay, there you go. That's uh, pretty succinct on that, um, from 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 uh, from Vince on that. Somebody who knows him. Yeah, yeah from someone who, who knows him. Did you guys ever actually work together? You said, was he your supervisor at some point? We didn't work together. I just knew him, and I didn't like him then, and I don't like him now. Okay. A, a political... Anybody that doesn't walk in front of that Senate subcommittee and says, I'm here to enforce the laws, nothing more, nothing less. Well, what is, what is your opinion on the Biden's administration? I have no opinion. The laws are the laws. I'm not going to increase enforcement. I'm not going to decrease enforcement. Mm-hmm. We are here to do a job. And we're going to do it. Anybody less than that needs to go. Yeah. Now, I, I, can't, be, I can't be president um, because I wasn't born here unless we have the uh, Schwarzenegger rule or whatever goes oh. into effect. But if I could be president, um, actually, I would abolish the ATF, Vince. I got to say that. I got to say that. I know I know you don't like that, but I would abolish them. But if I couldn't abolish them, I would make you so the head who, of the ATF. Who would you have in force? The federal firearm laws, or you'd abolish the federal firearms laws. Yeah, I, I'm tired of all that crap. It doesn't. It doesn't make any difference. A lot, it doesn't of, do a lot, anything. A lot of. A lot of it. Yeah. A lot of. Yeah. It. Yeah. But if I could, Vince, you'd be no, the man to run no, that. No. 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 So if you're a three-time violent convicted felon. Mm-hmm. And you still choose to go out and get your hands on a gun and commit a crime. I promise you, you we'll stop it. You know how we'll stop you it? You should not be subjected to life in prison. No, uh, Shredder. No, three t- three times violent, you should have been hung already. Shredder. You should have been hung on the second one. I believe in Shredders. So, Chip. so we're going to kill you? <laughs> yeah. We're not going to give you due process. We're not going to prosecute no, we'll give- you. We'll give oh, you. We'll, 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 process, yeah, we'll give you due we'll, process. Absolutely, <laughs> we'll duly process you right through that chipping machine. 
because after two times. Yeah, you know, listen. I believe stuff. I'm not. I'm not gonna pull. I'm not gonna pull. I'm not pulling a Trump. I'm not. I am not pulling a Trump here. I would give the dude due process. But how many times are we gonna let you violate yeah, how society? Many <laughs> how many times? But, but you have to have a law. You have to have somebody to enforce that law. So you did away with ATF. So now who's gonna go well, out okay. and get that armed career criminal? Hang on, hang on, hang on, the, before we before yeah, technically. I, before, Technically, before we had ATF, that was all uh, taken care listen, of. Listen, I think when the FBI. people have machine guns, the bad guys are going to get shredded anyway. That's my opinion. If the people can have I machine guns, the bad guys are getting shredded. You abolish the ATF and you have the, quote, armed career criminal, three violent prior felonies who now has a gun and I can put him away. You know, you know what I think? I think the worst thing that happens in societies, if you go back to like ancient Japanese society anywhere, every time they make it where only special people can have the 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 swords or the the bows and arrows or crossbows or whatever it is, we get this kind of we get this kind of nonsense going on. Just not fucking felons. Well, the thing is, is if you if you what what is a felon? Someone uh, basically a felon is someone violating society. So if you're trying to violate society and dudes can pull out their machine guns and shred you up, I think we're not going to have that that much. And if we do have it with this, listen, I believe I believe in cops. I do believe in cops. I believe in law enforcement. But I don't. Do the fact that the ATF the ATF is being the ATF the ATF is being used against us. The ATF is being used against us in a bad way, and it's just a tool. This is what it's turned into. It's ba- look. Well, here's one. Of, here's one of my questions. It hasn't. Though. It hasn't. Ninety-nine. Okay, I'll, I'll go with ninety. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of the ATF cases made out there mm-hmm. are good, valid cases. I'm not talking about against the citizens with the ghost guns and shit. I'm talking about the dudes who are meeting gangsters. No shit bad guys out there and buying guns or selling guns or trading dope for guns or doing whatever. Those dudes need to go away. When you do away with ATF, who's going to do that? We have FBI, DEA. Oh, so you uh, want the this, FBI? No, 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 no. You, no, want, no. What, you no. want Big Brother. No, what I'm saying is we have too many law enforcement agencies. There's freaking, oh, there's freaking guys that work for the post office work, walking around with machine guns but and stuff like that. Thing. That's a good thing to have it spread out and we don't have a national police force. Let me just say three things. KGB. We don't need like one god of gun rights or anything. We have an agency that now can be monitored, uh, monetized. We can take away or give them more budget. We don't. Yeah, we don't need gods of anything. We don't need gods. Listen, you know what, Vince? uh, Honestly, a straight up answer to this is if the if the ATF had guys like you in it running it. I, I wouldn't really I, I wouldn't I wouldn't they really have a problem. Have guys like me though. That's my point. But the but not, the guys but the guys like you don't have it, the guys like you don't have the power. I think this is the story of what happened to I, you. A good guy I, like you got pushed out of that agency and basically they had you working for like what two years from home, not doing anything, not doing the, the right thing the out day, there. At the end of the day, that which I was doing mm-hmm. and I'm being self serving here. Mm-hmm. was 
advancing the cause of ATF because I was calling them out on their bullshit. If you don't have an ATF and nobody is overseeing, just give your guns away now. Because at least ATF was small enough that when Fast and Furious happened, for an example, or Waco or whatever, somebody was like, whoa, whoa, what do you guys think you're doing there? When, when it gets thrown into the abyss of the I think I think when no one really suffers for that, that's when the people lose faith right. in it. And I, I agree. Think no one, I agree. But no there, was, there was, I won't say accountability, there was exposure. And... Um, and who paid the price? There's no, no, there's no one. There's no one that paid Again, the price except the people world. and except, you know, we had Americans, you know, we had guys who, yeah. you know, we had guys who in law enforcement, right, that paid the price for it. We had Americans pay the price and we had tens of thousands of people and we still have mm-hmm. tens of thousands of people in Mexico paying the price for us allowing those guns to go over there. It's not a perfect world, but you're right. But by transparency or at least attempting mm-hmm. to hold this small agency accountable, everybody saw that every day. They saw um, Grassley and them holding up the redacted bullshit and raking them over the coal. Was it good enough? No, they didn't suffer. They didn't suffer any consequences, but it put the brakes on. And ATF went, whoa, shit. That we know of. That we know of. Um, I mean, I I hate to say that. Obama's still there. Eric Holder was still there. Eric Holder Um, shouldn't even be. Marvin Richardson that I met with in ATF, the Synth director, he was there then. Um, He's a useless piece. Marvin Richardson should be in jail. Yeah. Listen, let me. Jay Dobbins, he should be in jail. Again, not a perfect world. Let me do this. Yeah, let me do. Let me do this because we got a limited amount of time here. Um, so our man and Axis gave us some money. Thank you, our man and Axis. There goes the cheers for that. Um, he says, "Too many laws <laughs> equals more and more less freedom." <laughs> <laughs> and more, <laughs> more, more bureaucrats, and more bureaucrats, and more bureaucrats. Yeah, that's Let me, why we don't need more laws. We just need to enforce the ones we have so let me hit you with some stuff from my notes let me let me do this we're gonna have vincent on again and um i know we're like you know whenever we have fun like this time goes real fast and i you're am having beat fun. Him, aren't you? yeah you're gonna beat him. <laughs> no 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 Vince. first of all Vince, i really like you man i i really nah, do nah, honestly nah. honestly i really like you i'm not you wouldn't be here otherwise man so. the like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I totally, I totally agree with you, man. I'm all about, I'm all about rogues. Okay, I'm a nerd, but I'm all about rogues, man. I come from pirate blood, so you're my kind of dude. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) You know, look, look. I got the right here on my wrist. Let me see if I can show this. I got the skulls to prove it right there. Okay, so listen. Um, here's something from the ATF, right? That's leaking out some news. If ATF Uh If ATF seizes ammo from you for whatever reason, right, and then you prove that you should have rightly had that ammo, they destroy it anyway. When they seize it, they destroy it. 
here's their policy. They will only refund you 10 cents per round, regardless of what ammo it was. That's, that's Where in the fuck did you get that? Oh, that's can coming I out. Say that? yes, can you I can. say that? Yes, you can. You can. I have sources. Okay. I have sources. Dude. This is legit. Dude. First of all, we either seize or we retain property. If we have an investigation <laughs> ongoing, yeah. no, dude. Quote unquote. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. If we go in there and there's some question whether you're prohibited but we can't find the records or or whatever the scenario, mm-hmm. we retain the property. Then we find out, okay, he's a lawful citizen. He's never been convicted. We had a false uh, hit on a NCIC or something. We give him his shit back. If we seize it, if we seize it, then your only mechanism is to file in court and try to get your shit back. But if we seize it, we seize it for a criminal violation. Okay, this will be coming out. This is not, I don't know if it's news yet. Um, it may be. I think the story might already be out there. Okay, so May 31st, Regina Lombardo, that's her resignation date. I don't know if you're aware of that. That's the acting. Yeah, that's the acting. I like Regina a lot. Oh, you do? I do. Huh, okay. She was a a really good agent. She was a really shitty director. Okay, all right. That, you know what? That's fair, man. That's that's. This is the reason why I like you. Let me ask you this: Would you like knowing what you know about the ATF today and the direction that it's going? Right. If we could wave a wand, make you a younger, uh, you know, Vince Sheffalu, would you go back and work for the ATF again? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. So that's interesting. Dude, I never, I never once put a law-abiding citizen in prison. Never. Once, in fact, I went above and beyond, got my ass kicked by bosses who were like, well, we have a technical violation here and, you know, they might have or might not. No, no, I'm not getting a search warrant or I'm not arresting anybody. This is bullshit. It was a 20 year old. Thing. We got bad guys on the street, so yeah. no, I would I would go to work for ATF because most, and I'm saying, the vast majority of the agents I worked with and the bosses were honorable men and women. They okay. did they did work. Okay, so um, a couple of things here. Armin and Axis says, looking at Hank's hat, it says go left or right. Uh, it's actually an H. That's a high point hat right there. High point. That's high point. Yeah. Um, and in honor of Barn Newells that's uh, sponsoring the uh, podcast here, uh, there's, there's an affiliation with High Point. You guys will have to look, to look into that. I'm not, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about that, but uh, I think people know that. I just, I, I just saw an advertisement where they got the two together. It's, it's, yeah. Nothing, it's, yeah. it's nothing hidden. Yeah, absolutely. So, And then uh, let's see. Night Train says, I have seen the ATF up close and personal action. Little minds with little power. That's from Night Train. But but here's the thing. Before Vince reacts to that, Walter, one of the things we should not miss out on here is you should tell Vince your story with the ATF. And 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 by the way, tell Vince what you do, like what you guys make over at Safety Harbor Firearms. Okay. I, I've, since 2003, I've made a bolt-action upper conversion for an AR-15 lower. Bolt-action. Bolt-action. Okay. With your hand. Okay. Never had any 
never had any issues. Never, I never even sent one in to get a, a determination in the beginning because it's a bolt action upper, right? Okay, well, in 2018, now let me preface this a little bit. Some of these uppers, not because of anything I did, have ended up in Mexico and have ended up in Brazil and been using bank robberies in Brazil. Everybody's guns end up at different places. That's mm-hmm. not my fault. That's fair. Yeah, that's, that's, that's that. that that's that trafficker. That's the trafficker thing you were talking about. Yeah. So no, um, I get. No. A, I I I I don't believe that's true. I mean, if I was making guns here, like just nice handguns or high end uppers, like you said, bolt bags and everything. Generally, normally, usually, you expect to sell to like hunters and, and American citizens, but every now and then they go across the border. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the way it is. Yeah, everybody's dumped up. Um, so in 2018, we get a letter. It says, uh, uh, "We uh, I can't remember exactly if they said determined. You know, your your gun has characteristics similar to this, that, and the other. You might want to get a determination." Well. I interpreted that letter as saying, you better do this or we're going to come down and right, knock on your door right. and, and close you down. So I, I, we fiddled the faddled around with it. I hired some uh, attorneys that are familiar with dealing with ATF, the new Marvin Richardson and new um, these. And so these are people that are known in the business. Um, we ended up making an appointment. I went to, I went to the belly of the beast in DC I got to see the Waco model. I got to see the Waco model in the hallway and the whole nine yards and all Shameful. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I kept my mouth shut. I was good. I was good. good. We met with, there was with us, two, my two lawyers and me, and a whole table full of ATF people in the cross from me, from the tech branch, Marvin Richardson, their lawyer people, um, some other ones. I, I can't remember all their names. We had discussions. We yeah. talked. There were smiles. Marvin Richards said, well, we want to have good relations with the manufacturer, you know, with the industry, you know, and he was smiling and he's all happy. And I went away thinking, well, maybe something will come of it. Marvin Richardson is a tool. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. you. Um, Oh, yeah. So go ahead, Walt. So what happened when you got your uh, letter? I submitted I submitted a sample, went to went to the tech branch. that was during one of the times when we had the government shutdowns at the end of the year. Remember all that funness? Mm-hmm. So my right. determination took about five or six months. And in the meantime, I'm not making that, those parts. And I'm, you know, about three quarters of my income went away. Um, um, finally, the letter comes back. Ah, your upper is considered, it has the same characteristics as a bolt action rifle. Therefore, it needs to be serial numbered. That's pretty much it. So... And there were some things in the determination letter that probably could have been fought. I'm I'm just curious. Where's the problem with that? Uh, I think that I think so now. So this means that so he Walter's making a upper that goes on an AR-15 lower. Obviously, the serial the number first, is lower. Yeah, the serial number is lowered. So if someone already has a lower, they could put it on there. If they buy a lower from Walter, it would be serialized. Now they're saying that the upper also has to be serialized. So now you literally have two different serial numbers if you have these guns, and that's just because it's bolt action no, on the I'm upper part you. of it. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, they, well, they, since, since they said makes bad case law. We've done this. That's what ATF does. 
we can't get out of our own way sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so here, so they, they went after particularly the 50 caliber people doing this, right? Because from what I understand, there's I still that. people doing other smaller calibers and they weren't required to do this. Now, I thought the law or whatever they call it, the law is supposed to apply to everyone equally, right? Yeah. That's, that's what the law says. Now, I probably could have fought this in federal court, and, and I don't know if I would have won anything. It probably would have cost a hundred grand plus. Yeah, but who got the money to do that? Right, and I, 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 I didn't, I didn't go any further with it. I just yeah, didn't know I mean, and, and someone as uh, LV Louis Cipher is saying here, it's not even usable without the lower. Now, we, we shoot correct. ourselves in the foot. ATF has historically used their regulatory authority to make yeah. bad case law. Yeah. I and, think I think and, that should have been fought, Walter, because now look at what they're trying to do. They're trying to serialize everything now. They're going to try to serialize barrels, triggers, talking, uppers, lowers, of, uh, you know, your pistol grip, of re, stocks. There's been talk. There's been talk of reclassifying the AR-15 where the upper is the serial number part and the lower not. Well, because technically the lower shouldn't be the serialized part either. <laughs> the only reason it was serial numbered because back in the day when Colt submitted it or Armalite submitted it, yeah. it was the easy, it was the easy place to put. We're, the we're dealing with superstition. Did. When you have an agency d- treating everything like superstition, this is what happens. They're not dealing with facts or the law or anything <laughs> like well, that. They're not dealing but, with their what? own. Their own I got it. I got to interject here. Mm-hmm. When we make bad policy like that, it generally gets reversed in the courts. I, I mean, I'm not saying that's okay. But I'm saying when we get stupid, right. and we have, it gets reversed, and it never gets. I don't know if we can rely on that anymore. Yeah, I think this goes yeah, back I to I think the I think the times that we were all born in, you know, when yeah, there was when, when there was more honor and all that kind of stuff and we can and we could depend on the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is refusing to take up cases even, related to the even, corruption in the last election. They're refusing to take even, up those cases. Even the circuit courts, the circuit courts are all political now. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, got the ninth circuit. I mean, so you can't rely on getting a fair judgment in any of these courts because because they're, they were appointed by Bill Clinton. Okay, so they're a leftist. This one was appointed by uh, Bush. Well, you know, never with Bush. Half of Bush's people are leftists too. So it, it, it's like, I'm, am I going to spend two hundred grand in court just to get told, too bad, so sad. Have a nice day. You know, it's like, no, fuck. I it. don't know um, even where you would get the month, the two hundred grand as a small manufacturer to fight the ATF, which is dealing uh, with government money to, nobody, to p- no, basically put you out of business. There's the N the NRA the NSSF. <laughs> no, oh, NRA. They're, useless. They're, they're useless as tips on a bar hog. Yeah, sorry, they're, not a fan. I'm not a fan not, of the NRA. Uh, the NRA has failed us. The NSSF. I don't think I think I also believe they failed us in my personal opinion, Uh, you know, but that's stuff that we look at maybe probably a little bit closer than you, Vince. 
You know, the NRA I, has done a lot of bad things, especially in the last couple of years here. They've misused the money that they were given. They were completely ineffective in these last elections that went by. This is why we okay. have so many Republican turncoats and all that going on. The NSSF is just basically yeah. employed in, like, getting people to shot show and getting money out of people. Um, yeah. I know they don't like to hear that from me, but I don't really see them doing anything for the industry. But the best show in town. But then we need to do uh, I mean, better. Fight. Who else is gonna fight ATF? You, me? No, we need. We, there are people. There are organizations out there that are fighting them. But I think the money is going to places. Uh, the predominant amount of that money is going to places that are not fighting. I think GOA is doing yeah. what it could do on a very limited budget. I think uh, you know FPC. Uh, there's other organizations out there, right, that are doing things. Nobody. But the NRA had the most money. At the end of the day, the American people. The American people have the voice. And I get it, it's been tamped down. I get it. But Biden's going to fucking uh, sign a gun czar. And uh, he's again, he wants to shoot shotguns in the sky and everything. That shit is never going to happen. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Okay, so let's. Uh... I want to I want to go back to some of the stuff of Dave Chipman because I saw that people were asking questions about this. So I want to make sure I get to it. So, for example, Dave Chipman said that detachable magazines turn rifles into machine guns. This is an ATF. This is a. This could possibly be the new head of the ATF. That's why he's not going to get out of committee. Could he be the head of ATF? Mm -hmm. I guess in some alternative universe. The dude is a train wreck. And I'm telling you, they're never going to let him out of committee. Your prediction is that he won't get out of committee? Nope. I, Your prediction I, was? I, 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 I never thought Biden would get elected either, my friend. He didn't get elected. <laughs> Biden did not get elected. That was all bullshit. Well, whatever you want to call it, the American people are so fucking stupid. Do you remember? Do you remember the last nominee for ATF director? Yeah, that, was, uh, that, that, was, that Trump put forward was a total yeah, freaking nightmare. Yeah, he was anti gunner too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah but, um, but, that, but it's a different Chipman, world now. Chipman has too much baggage. He's coming in as a partisan director, and nobody wants that. The left doesn't want that. The right doesn't want that. They're like, this is a law enforcement agency oh whoa, 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 whoa. no it is no it is not stop it atf is not. not a law enforcement agency atf what is was it? set up as a, it's a taxation agency to collect taxes they've morphed into this law enforcement thing where they go around and run around with guns and shoot people it's not they were not designed to be the Wait fbi who do we run around and shoot Okay, do we have to do we have to bring up Waco and stuff like that? I mean, listen. <laughs> and, uh, and I, actually, I'm, I'm going to bring Waco up. I'm going to bring Waco. Bring up Waco. A bunch of fanatic, fucking crazy, fucking uh -oh. cult-like fucking people who thought that American making, that making hand grenades and automatic weapons was a good thing. Okay, listen, uh, let's say this. Back up. I, I can tell you a lot of really, 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 really nice, good people think the same way. 
and they're not they're not they're not they're not yeah. crazy we people. could be what we could be on the other side of that crazy <laughs> train track you don't tomorrow ever get to do that you don't ever get to hold up in a compound and buy hand grenade bodies and what if Chipman? What if Chipman becomes the head of the ATF, and these dudes decide to use the ATF, which is exactly the, the Biden's plan to take guns away from us? Yeah, what do we do? What do we do? That will be bad because okay, well, okay, it's bad. But what do we do about it? Oh, then everybody, you you know, this doesn't happen in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. They're going to announce uh. his. They're going to announce his nomination. There's going to be subcommittee hearings and 350 million people in this country have a voice. These, but these you people, these guys don't care. They don't care anymore. They don't care anymore. There are those that do care. Though. Listen, because people decided to go to the Capitol, okay, because people decided to go to the Capitol, they denounced anyone coming up there to question them. But at the same time, they are pushing Americans to go out and riot and loot and all that kind of stuff. They did it. They did it before all of that. They did it before the Capitol. That's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with people who have different rules for them. They have different rules for them over us. And ultimately, we're going to we're going to get backed into a corner. them, Them is less than us. Yes, but we will be backed into a corner and there's going to probably even oh, though they even though they're less than us, there are people out there who will take their side based on power. I'm not saying you, I'm not saying every everyone but out there, there serving in law enforcement that will not take their side and will raise holy hell. Yeah, but yeah, either way that it goes, hell is getting raised and the 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 terrible thing about that is no one predicts what no one can predict what's going to happen in that. So I don't have a lot of faith in in the American people, so to speak. Yeah, if I had to guess, I would say I don't think Chipman should be. I don't think he should be nominated. I don't think he should be um, should be the head of the ATF. Um, But I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can to make sure that he's not. But I go. I I don't think that um, these people care about us. Now, listen, Chipman. We're talking about Waco. Um, Chipman uh, was criticized right for his involvement in the Waco siege. And in 2020, he, he said that members of the Branch Davidians shot down Texas Air National Guard <laughs> helicopters with 50 BMGs. What is your, that's the biggest listen, lie in the world. What is your response to that, sir? And I know someone asked that My earlier. response to that, let me, okay, maybe, maybe I'm going to try another one. You're like a um, Caribbean dude, right? Yeah, yes. Okay, so I'm going to do my best Caribbean Oh, actor. no. <laughs> Bye. Oh, boy. That man is crazy. Okay. <laughs> the fact that he was a You Jim did not drink Rose. enough rum. You didn't drink enough rum. Jim, oh, Jim Rose was a case agent on the Waco prosecution. Mm-hmm. Chipman was one of a dozen agents assigned to do the grunt work. He had no basis in the original raid. He didn't participate. He had no knowledge, and all he was there to do was gather the paperwork after the compound burnt down and attempt to put together a prosecution of the surviving members. He's a tool. 
Uh, listen, I'm not going to argue that with you. I think the only thing that Chipman should be the head of is the AFT. Definitely not the ATF. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> AFT forever. <laughs> the, the, the problem is the media and the people who report these things are not going to report the truth about him because they're shills, as we, as we use the word, they're shills for Biden and his bunch. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get any of them on you know, to his face calling him a liar. You're not gonna get any of this. They're gonna they're gonna dance around him like he's something special. Yeah, but know? they need to, they they do need to filibuster him. Uh, we need to get some Democrats to come over and not um, allow that guy to to uh, to, to um, you know well, even to, to, to be in the building. He be in the building. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's never getting out of committee. Yeah, He's never get right. out of committee. So let because me get this. Go ahead. At the, end, right, well. of the, day, at the end of the day. So let ATF, me ask a question then. No, let, ATF, let, let Vince finish. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. ATF wants or needs an apolitical director. And he lost that. He already lost that. Will you join us in the revolution if they put that guy in? Will you join us in the revolution? Will you at least call for the abolishment of the ATF or the AFT or any other such agencies? I will call for the abolishment of the TAF. (laughs) Walter, what was your question? What was your question? Serious question, though. So Chipman, Chipman doesn't make it. They throw him out. So who's next? Who's, there is who's, no next. There is no next. We have been without a director since 2005, I think. Mm-hmm. ATF is not a priority. They're, yeah. they're it's a, growing, it's a, it's they're a horse and pony. It's a dog and pony show. Hail Mary right now. The country's They've, also been without a budget for years, too. Yeah, it's a show. And it's that, a show. It's that, a distraction. That doesn't make it right, though. Yeah. yeah. Listen, let me get this quest this uh this super chat up here from James Miller and hit the applause. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, James Miller. Like other government bureaucracies, the ATF currently works to perpetuate their own existence. They yep. don't exist to advance the freedom of we the people. That's from James Miller. Um, let me get into some questions with the time that we do have here. I'm going to ask everyone to smash those thumbs ups. Let me get actually, here's what I want to do. Cause we get, we'll, we'll try to do this rapid Vince. I'll get your opinion, Walters, mine. So the Biden, uh, Biden gun control plan, right. That he announced, uh, he called for Congress to pass legislation. Uh, so my, my question is on the legislation he's call, uh, calling for Congress to pass. What laws can Congress pass to stop violence that they haven't already passed? Zero. They can't yeah, pass any law to prevent okay. violence. That's violence an easy is a moral. One. We agree. We Vi- agree. Violence on that. is, is this, mor- this is going to be a special symbol right now. <laughs> yes, violence is a morality issue, and you can't you can't make people moral. So okay. yeah. Go ahead, Vince. No, that was it. Yeah. Zero. Mm-hmm. Zero. Zero. Knock their dicks in the dirt. If you're <laughs> out there, if you're out there creating violence among mm-hmm. my community. And I don't care if my community is Oakland, California, uh, Chicago, um, Tennessee, where I live. Knock their dicks in the dirt. Amen, brother. I'm with zero quarter, and leave the rest of the people alone. Yep. 
Uh, I'm with that one. Let's move on from that one. Okay, ghost guns. The Justice Department within 30 days will issue a proposal to uh, propose rule to help stop the proliferation of ghost guns. What, yeah. <laughs> what proliferation? 36 years, I never saw one ghost gun. What proliferation? You're, you're going to give me a heart attack. No, I don't want that. (laughs) No, go easy, Vince. Go easy. But listen, don't the people have the right to make their own firearms? Haven't the people been doing that? Don't the people have the right to make? Not without a license. No, they do not. Yes, they do. They do. No, they they don't. Yes, they do. You can make make your own. You can't manufacture to sell. sell Go to the the gun control of 1968. And there are rules which... You wrong. can manufacture wrong. fire. It's not true. You have the right to. You have the you're right wrong, to, to, wrong. to make wrong. and assemble your own. As long firearms. as you're not making it to sell it. Yeah, and for your own personal exactly. use. Exactly. But if you're yeah, making- we're not talking about. We're not talking. No, Vince. Okay, so just to clarify with you, we're not, we're not talking, talking about, about making it to sell it to people. We're talking about making it for yourself. Maybe your maybe that wasn't clear. There's no law against that. Okay, that's okay. So then we're in agreement on that. Yes. Okay. You yes. Can make, okay. If you want to buy a fucking hunk of metal and make a gun, knock yourself out. Okay. Yeah. So I think we're in agreement. So that was me framing that wrong. Then I'll take the well, blame. Well, then don't one. frame it wrong. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take the blame. I'll take the blame. I'll take it. Okay. Stable Walter. Did you want to talk on that the ghost guns before I go on? <laughs> yeah. No, we're good. We're good. Okay. Yeah. I'll, say, I'll say one thing. Okay. You're never gonna stop. You never, second, sort of the second oldest profession in America is making firearms. First one's prostitution. Second's mm-hmm. making guns. So you're never going to stop it. Both of them. You're not going to stop either. Human one beings have the right to have claws and teeth and defend themselves and make guns they for wanna themselves. Get, they want to get laid and they want to shoot guns. Boom. Yeah. That's it. So yeah. Uh, and drink whiskey. That's yeah, probably the that's, that's, that's probably the second and third yeah. one right there. Yeah. If yeah. if uh, center it a little bit more, Vince. Hold on. Let me show. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. Check out this book. I really think it's a really good book. Uh, I'm not just saying that. Um, when I listened to that book, I was like, I got to meet, meet this dude. And, and we met him and he's been coming back here on the show. And I think he's a stand up guy for even coming on here and like, you know, hanging out with us and, and being very honest and frank and all that kind of stuff. So let's go to stabilizing pistol brace. The Justice Department within 60 days will issue a proposal Proposed rule, excuse me, to make clear when a device marketed as a stabilizing brace effectively turns a pistol into a short-barreled rifle subject to the requirements of the National Firearms Act. So the marketing, (laughs) what the hell is happening here? This is crazy. This is crazy. All of a sudden, this thing that they said was not, you know, was totally fine. I don't even know what you're saying. I don't even know what to say about that. They put it on the Federal Register, public comment, advised ATF. They were way out of line on that. They rescinded it. And then Biden gets elected and like, oh, my Department of Justice is going to re-review this. Yeah. It's um, here. Here's one thing that I, I would say that these have the right to exist. Right. We went through all of this before we dealt with this thing. They have the right to be here and to turn around now and turn this piece of plastic is just as bad as them turning a piece of plastic, the bump stock into a machine gun. 
Yeah, okay, it's just true. as bad as that, as far as I'm concerned, if not worse. And if we allow that, th then they can make anything. They can make the pistol grip, anything that they want to into an FA item. Go ahead, Walt. Once again, the government and their the, the trust that people have, the uh, bump stocks were approved three times by ATF. Three different things on bump stocks. Now they flip on it. Okay, so you don't trust the government no more. Uh, pistol braces. They've had numerous rulings on them. As long as you use it as a brace, you don't you don't modify it from its original purpose. What about all those people that really need it, like that you know the Americans uh, Disability Act stuff? Absolutely. I never hear yeah. that brought. I never hear that brought up. Try the veterans that the went that went overseas and lost limbs, and nope. now they can't come back to America, defend nope. themselves, shoot. No, nope. you're not even care about that. I don't even care about that. ATF, here's our request. You made a ruling. Game over. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. More than yeah. once. More than once. Yes. Okay, let's go to red flag laws. The Justice Department, uh -huh. within 60 days, will publish, model, quote-unquote, red flag legislation for states. Uh, funny they call it red flag. What are the, the Russian old flag was red, too, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, um, my, my, here's my here. don't, like, like, like Vince said, don't we have enough laws already? That's exactly can, what I was going to say. Vince already can, said this. We have laws that these guys don't use. Why are we creating specific laws that take away due process from, from Americans? Right, right. Speaking, yeah, where you can just like these no knock raids and all this stuff where you don't need a warrant to raid. You don't need yeah. a warrant. Well, that guy, that guy's got a gun. Let's go get him. You know, it's like one thing that's going to happen is some of these police are going to get shot. It's incredibly, yeah, it's incredibly right, dangerous. Right, right, well, already right, there's citizens right, that have died in this process. Right, like yeah. laws are entirely too ambiguous. Okay, so my now son they want to nationalize it for the whole country. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Vince. My son or daughter at 13 years old or 15 years old said, "I want to kill myself. I hate myself," which all my sons and daughters said at some point or another but it got documented somewhere. And now they're 23 years old, getting married and their husband wants a gun. And somebody goes, ah, ah, she said when she was 15 years old, she wants to kill herself or like end her life or do whatever. I'm like, nope. Yeah. I don't get it. No, it's um, it's basically I, in my opinion, it amounts to pre-crime, and um, that's unconstitutional. Uh, and 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 once again, I mean, you know, can I, if he wants to nationalize red flag laws, his freaking son should not have secret <laughs> service around him, should not be allowed go. to have any weapons. Have um, you know what? Besides, I, you might find this a little bit funny. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Not that it would happen, but in anticipation, because I pissed ATF off and I oh. called their baby ugly. You know what I told my wife? If any feds ever come to our door and knock on the door and say, hey, we just like talk to you. Oh. You know what I told her? Shut the door. Say I have nothing to say. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Amen. Everyone should take that advice that Vince just yeah, gave you. They really okay. should because right now the government is not looking out for our communal 
best interest. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. saw some video, and I have to dig into it. I have to admit this to you guys. It's a little bit of a sidetrack. I just saw some video. I think John Crump uh, sh- shared it, but I know it's in other places, where these cops went after some kids in the street riding bicycles and and confiscated the bikes and all that kind of stuff just because the kids were outside riding bicycles. So, you know, it's it's stuff that's coming out there, so I don't want to get super deep into it. But we have a pro, And let me tell you, it wasn't like one or two cops. It was like five to seven rolled up on some kids on bicycles because they were out in the streets riding bicycles. I this have no crazy. idea what you're talking yeah. about. I mean, I... I, 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 yeah. I, I yeah, I'm just telling you, this crazy-ass lockdown that we're in, and besides which, another thing that oh. that brings up for me... Another thing that that brings up is something that I was uh, talking to to Walter and Patrick about earlier today. Like, there's a report. Let me see if I can uh, run this in from the Wall Street Journal. There's a report where they're saying because of the COVID-19 lockdowns, there's, uh, here we go. Hold, hold on. Let me see if I can put this up here. So COVID-19 slash carbon emissions, now they're climbing again. The International, uh, the International Energy Agency expects a 4.8% percent rise this year the biggest annual gain since 2010 and is saying soaring carbon emissions this year are on track to reverse a big chunk of last year's sharp reduction Um, with some climate research basically it's going on to say here that because we're coming out of the lockdowns we're destroying the planet what's up hank 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 anybody been watching the news lately there's about five or six volcanoes going off all at the same fucking time all over the world um (laughs) These so-called scientists, these so-called scientists, so much shit at one time that you can't even measure the amount of shit. Listen to me. These so-called scientists that say that wearing masks are going to keep us from getting uh, a microscopic, (laughs) uh, like uh, infection, right? From little tiny little microbes. These those same scientists say that those volcanoes aren't putting off as much emissions as as what cars and stuff like that are. But here's my thing behind. My thing behind this, the reason why this lockdown has overrun and gone over a year is because these people feel like this is how they can control us and somehow of save course. the planet. It's, of no, course. it's not about it's power. But why are yeah. we why are we spending one second talking about it? It ain't gonna happen. It ain't happening. AOC can kiss my ass. The country's not the world's not gonna die in twelve nope. years. Just stop. Just yeah. stop. I thought I was here to talk about gun shit. Now we're talking about yeah. the no, no, New we're... Deal. You're yeah. fucking kill, man. <laughs> Vince, when they were they were showing this that St. Vincent Island, the volcanoes going off and people, there's lava going all over the place, and they're worried about people wearing a mask to get on the cruise ship to evacuate. It's like yeah. okay, there's a volcano over here, and I'm worried yeah. about getting or people having uh, the, the having a, co- a COVID vaccine uh, passport. Yeah, your card, to get on your there. papers, your papers. Okay, yeah. so here's the final thing I want to get into before we wrap up or whatever here. Um, so the, the they said that the Justice Department will issue an annual report on firearms tracking, which I, I discussed this um, earlier. Um, wh- what the hell is what's that all about? This it's gonna be. It's going to be embellished. It's going to be under the new attorney general's vision of what firearms trafficking is. Not one person is going, you know what? Um, We got Chicago happening. We got New York happening. We got Minneapolis happening. We got South L.A. happening. They're going to say, aha, 
guns are going across the border and guns are being handed out nationwide and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Who was that? That wasn't my kid. That, oh, that's one that, of your babies. Cigarettes. No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> is that is that the wife? <laughs> I I believe they probably already have um, every year like all the statistics they compile about violent death and this that and the mm-hmm. other. They have all this. They do this every year. It's not something new they're going to start doing. Um, but you know, it's interesting when they start compiling these. They say about homicides. You know what they call a homicide when somebody does this? That's a homicide. When somebody mm-hmm. accident when the gang violence goes on. That's a homicide, but they they lump it all into one big thing so they can build their numbers big and and and, and nice and, and impressive. So yeah. I don't. I would be I would be suspect of any report that comes out from the federal government regarding firearms trafficking. If you remember, after Fast and Furious, the Department of Justice said we are ceasing all multiple sales of firearms along the four border oh, the states. Border. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not anywhere else in the country, just the borders. Oh, you mean because you were letting guns go across there? <laughs> now you have the stats to support your vision of guns going to Mexico? Yeah. So you're so my so my question to you, like, I know that's bullshit. And I think you I think we all agree on that. You know, this is something that basically is your ballpark, right? Where do you think this where do you think the real problem is coming from? And where do you think the the real trafficking is? Where do you think this is really happening outside of like, you know, what happened with ATF? Um, If I had to say, I would say it was the dehumanizing of America, the lack of family values, um, like so much in our schools, our children's upbringing, um, fatherless families. um, I mean, it's not any one thing, but I don't think you can legislate your way out of it. We have to pull together as a country and say, for example, for example, (laughs) so they're all grouped up in Minneapolis tonight over the Chauvin uh, trial and blah, blah, blah. Why aren't they walking through the streets of South Chicago demanding you're killing our babies, you're killing our families, you're you're disrupting our communities with your violence. Why aren't they up there like 10,000 strong? Mm-hmm. I agree with there's you. No I mean, money. that's a good question. <laughs> there's, no, there's no money in that. Then. Well, because, yeah, if you do, if you do that, if you do that, the Black Lives, the Black Lives Matter chick is not going to be able to buy a couple of houses in Hollywood. No money in point. You know, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, whoever, they're not going to South Chicago, Benjamin Crump. He ain't going to South Chicago because they got no money. Yeah. 
They also don't and, really and want to fix the problem. The worst part of this is they are not people in America are just using this as a political football. They're not interested in actually fixing this problem. Okay, there's a yeah. there's a for real problem here, and there's things that we can do about it and ways that we could go back against it. And I think one of the biggest ways is people in these communities need to be able to police their own oh. communities. You can't hire enough yeah. cops and do all that kind of stuff. People people need to learn how to save themselves and can save themselves. Go ahead. Go ahead. Walter. As 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 was stated, there's a there's the breakdown of the family, mm -hmm. and a gun's not going to fix that. No. There's there's the there's the there's the the leaders and what these people and these communities see on television and the videos and the people they think are God, you know, shaking their ass in the street and doing all that stuff. That's why you have what you have. There's there's no. There's no, there's nobody saying, hey, that's not maybe not the way you want to act in public. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you not want to do that. Mm -hmm. But, oh, that's that's the accepted way now. So, you know, yeah. how can I, I? I can't tell that person the way to act. That's not my job. You know. Yeah, we're being completely uh, broken down. But here's my here's my my thing. I think, you know, as we're winding down here, why, why? Like, why do you break a person down, right? Why is this happening? Like, we're, I'm talking about a person, but it's happening on a on a big on a on a mass level, right? On a macro level in America, why are they taking Americans and breaking us down and bending us? Oh, Mar okay. Shout out to Marlboro for for, <laughs> for keeping Vince going there. Why are they doing that to us? It's like a pimp or a drug dealer. Why do you want to destroy? Why do you want to take everything away from a person? Why do you want to make them bend over backwards? So that you could enslave them. Well, I think the problem is you have, we got 50 states. And so you got your Iowans and your Tennesseans, me. Mm -hmm. And you got your Arkansas folks going, that shit ain't affecting yeah, me. Yeah, your Arkansanians. Whatever. I'm making that up. Making it up. Uh -huh. It's like, that's not affecting me today as much as I hate it. Because every day, every day, I go on there and look at how many people have been shot in Chicago. And it literally breaks my heart. Literally. The the little like, girl that got killed because I think they went after uh, her dad. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Right. That. It, and, until those people in those mm. neighborhoods and take take charge and get rid of those politicians that allow it to happen. It's not going to change. Well, yeah, they got to work. I can't, I, I can't fix that. You can't fix that, Vince. Where's it? They where's the every, everyone can, Because if we can fix it. We can fix it. Of course they do. All mm -hmm. oh, lives we, we Listen, when I say we can fix it, the people of those communities can fix it. Yes, it does but start by now, getting rid of those politicians. It starts by taking responsibility for your neighborhoods and the safety of your family, your children, and your property. Take responsibility for it. You know what would happen? Do you, do you know what would happen? And I live in a little rural community in Tennessee. But if some shit flared up here and there were drive-bys and a little girl got killed and whatever, do you know how quick I'd be in the middle of that, patrolling the streets, offering my assistance, giving money, protesting, getting in the sheriff's face, getting in the black community's face or the brown community's face or whoever was doing the, the harm? I'd be all over that. 
in Chicago, it's like, that's eh, just another weekend. Another day, another day. Because it's a money business. There's a money, there's a money thing behind it. And it and, and the people are suffering. The people who are losing their family members, they're the ones suffering. You know, um, the yeah, gang members are the gang Benjamin members are signing Trump? up for the for this life. Huh? Why isn't Benjamin Crump or uh Al Sharpton or Joe Biden or any white politician or black politician in Chicago right now saying this shit ends now. Because it's now. too painful. It's too painful to face that fact. But we can't fix what, ourselves what you unless have, we can face those do, kinds of facts. Yeah. You have to also realize who's doing what and 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 it's not easy to do when you have to blame your own. But everyone, but but on. this is what it is. There's white communities. There's poor white communities out there that there's crime. And guess what? It's some it's some white people out there creating it, right? There's 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 poor Latino, poor Asian, poor this, poor that communities, well, again, right? You have to you have to call these people out and take and and, and do the business, and this needs to be done. You and people aren't willing to no. do the business. You right. have to say no. The worst thing that ever happened was when the Seattle police precinct surrendered and it's when retreated. it's because the pe and the people let that happen you have to correct the people the let it happen um and that's the that's the thing you know the people should have never let that happen there and people around the country should not let that happen but i think in smaller places where you have sheriffs and the sheriffs have the ability you know the sheriff departments like my my sheriff department is a small department uh in a big massive um area but they have the ability to deputize people right and they and and right. they know people who are who are living in the community like you said for different reasons that they're able to go to to lean on to deputize and to do that kind of stuff and we need to just take responsibility for this and really fix it instead of doing all we this nonsense we're talking arms. about we need to lock arms and say enough mm -hmm. we just need to say enough yeah there's enough that we agree on that we but don't need to be figuring out what we don't agree on we just need to lock arms and say this stops now yeah, the and violence, we, don't, we don't need laws. <laughs> the, the division stops now, and we can end it. Yeah, we don't need any new laws to do it. Okay, listen, we're over We're over the time here, so here's what I want to do. I want to go around the clock here and let these two guys, I really appreciate Walter um, coming in here. Walter, yeah, you I always look, I look terrible, man. Um, my, my, you're not smoking okay. or drinking enough, obviously. I'm yeah, done. Vince looks good. Vince looks good. <laughs> yeah, so listen. Yeah, hold on one second. I'm going to I'm going to give you a chance here. Uh, Walter, tell the folks how they can uh, reach out to you, communicate with you, support you. you uh, real easy. Uh, Safety Hour Firearms is on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Dirtfoot Racing's on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Sten Parts, same thing. Uh, StenParts.com, SafetyHourFirearms.com. Giving it to Vince. Absolutely. I, I would uh, ask you guys to, to uh, reach out to Walter, uh, support him, buy some stuff from uh safety harbor firearms as well as stemparts.com uh vince um how can the folks out there uh support you how can they communicate with you uh where's the book www.ratsnakesbook.com or on amazon and hey walt it was really good being on with you yeah, um good talking to you. Yeah. it was uh educational and i learned something every time i'm on here and uh hank you're the best, brother. 
Uh, awesome. Listen, uh, thank you. I would like to say to, I would like to thank both of you guys. Uh, Vince, thanks for coming on, man. I would agree with you. I learned things from you. I always appreciate talking to you. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm grateful that you took the time to come on here. I'm also grateful that you're still out there kicking ass, man. <laughs> thanks guys. Love yeah. you, man. All right. So listen, everyone stay there. Vince, if you got to go, you can go, but everyone stay there. I'm, I'm going to run. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run in the end here for everyone else out there. I'm, I would just encourage you guys to smash the thumbs ups and ring the bell. Big shout out to Barnules. Thanks to them for supporting us here. I'm gonna run in the end. We're gonna come back, Walter. You're gonna give us words of wisdom. All right, so let's run the end in here. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, this has been a fun show. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends. Uh, we're going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all the other places that you get your um, audio podcast from. People are listening to us from all over the world. We appreciate that. And we especially appreciate the folks listening to us and supporting us here in America. Um, Walter, what are your words of wisdom, sir? Get you some parts. Make yourself some guns. Yeah, you know, and uh, I, we're going to do know, something um, with this, Walt. I think we'll put this on something. Oh, I, I can find We'll find something yeah. to put it on. Yeah, for anyone out there who's interested, this is I've the BTR arm. Yeah, this is, uh, so Brownells has these if anyone's looking for them. Brownells I, I like has the way it looks, man. I yeah, like it's, the way it it's, looks. it's actually pretty cool. I'm going to throw it on something. Yeah, you know, we're going to have to build it. So we're going to have to build <laughs> I can't say it on little pea shooter, little pea shooter. <laughs> All right, listen. Thanks so much to everyone out there. Big thanks to Vince for uh, joining us and hanging out yep. here with us. Also, Quite Walter doing. Yes, absolutely, he is. He's awesome. Uh, thanks to Walter for doing double duty. Everyone out there, appreciate you guys. We'll see you back here tomorrow. We are out. Peace. We'll Be see civil, you. folks. Be civil. Absolutely.